What's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Final Score podcast. Uh, very excited for this week's episode because we'll talk to uh, Catoctin baseball coach Mike Franklin and his ace pitcher Joey McManus. Uh, Cougars are off to a great start this season, uh, undefeated so far. That uh, They could hit, uh, they could pitch uh, with Joey uh, leading the way. Uh, hasn't allowed a run yet, I believe, in 15 innings uh, over three starts. Uh, is is uh, chasing a the season strikeout record, which I believe is in the 80s, and he's already got more than 30 uh, for the season. Uh, so we look forward to talking about uh, just the season and what's ahead for the Cougars with Joey and Mike and Alexander Dacey, my main man, is uh, here in studio with me this week. And uh, you've seen Joey pitch a number of times, and he he seems like he's. Uh, Kind of far and away the best player in the area this season. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously you ju- you just take his p- his pitching alone, and again, he's you know almost almost unhittable um, with his with his stuff that he has. You know, clearly the best, clearly the best stuff in the county. And but then, but despite how good he is pitching wise, you almost forget how good of a hitter he can be. You know, he's he's Catoctin's three hitter. He you know smashed a home run in the first game of the season. He's hitting like four seventy five these first couple weeks. Um, you know, he's a, I mean, he's a, he, he's a real sort of all around threat where, you know, which, which again, like, yeah, maybe, you know, you know, you, you do overlook the hitting cause of his pitching, but I mean, you're, you, it's really hard to find someone who's that, who excels to that level at both, you know, at, at both, uh, both of the two way, uh, as, as a two way player like that. Yeah, he looks the part too. I mean, right. he's, he's he's a big kid. He's like six four, six five, two hundred thirty yeah. pounds. I mean, he looks like a major uh, Division one prospect right. and, and and just a great athlete. Apparently, he's he's great in a lot of sports too. So we'll talk to him about that. I'm curious if he thinks he's a better hitter or a better pitcher. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 ask him about about that too and his future plans because he's uh, committed. Uh, to Maryland to play baseball right now, but um, but there's uh, major league scouts that that uh, regularly attend uh, his starts now. And come July, uh, he could have a difficult decision to make because he could be a very high uh, a draft pick in in the major league draft in July. Yeah, he's um. I, I was talking to Mike uh, Mike Franklin the uh, after uh, it was it last Friday after um after they beat Brunswick and he said uh you know a lot of this you know you know some of the scouts he was talking to uh, told him you know potential he has potential day two uh you know uh, as a day two pick which would be rounds two through ten which would be you know remarkably I mean, remarkably high you know as is but again you know especially for uh, an area that is not really produced. You know, at least in the past, uh, high school baseball talent, you know, to that level. I mean, we, we were I mean, talking. We had Brandon, Brandon Klein, Klein but, uh, and, and Mason Albright, of course, was was a projected very very high pick. Uh, yeah. He ended up going in uh, the twelfth round, um, which which surprised some. But but a lot of that had to do with uh, the signing bonus mm-hmm. money that he wanted and eventually got. Uh, yeah. um, surprisingly, in the twelfth round by the by by the Los Angeles Angels. Um, so uh, he would have been a higher pick uh, had uh, his financial demands maybe not been uh, what, what what they were, uh, but he eventually got him. So 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 um, so, so kudos uh, to Mason for that. And where is Mason? He's in Double uh, A. Uh, he's he's in he's in uh, Low A, or I guess it's just called Single A now. Single but, a, okay. um, he's with uh, the Inland Empire Sixty uh, Sixers, which um, he as I say last year's his first full year didn't didn't have a great uh, great first season, but. Um, I mean, he's really, you know, he's really, really young. So obviously, you know, only, only, only can go up. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, ask Joey about that too. Just what, what, what he's thinking in terms of maybe getting yeah. drafted and more of that affects his uh, college plans. So, uh, lots to talk about with uh, Coach Franklin and Joey. But, but uh, first, let's do some power rankings, eh? Uh, we we did we did this throughout mm-hmm. I believe the spring season last year. For some reason, we got away from it during the fall and winter seasons. We may have done it once or twice during the fall or something like that. Maybe we did it with football uh, uh, for a little bit, but we sort of got away from it completely uh, during the winter sports season. But everyone loves power rankings, <laughs> so, so so why not why not do our own here? And we'll start with baseball. And when you're as loaded as Catoctin is, uh, both. Pitching wise and hitting wise, they seem like a logical choice for the number one baseball team. Yeah, and that's really to nobody's surprise. They're also, you know, the only undefeated baseball team remaining in the county. So, 
I, I I don't think I don't I don't think there's needs to be much of an explanation for why they're number one. Yeah, uh, have have it went over Middletown, mm-hmm. uh, who's, who's who's off to a great start uh, uh, this season. Uh, and Middletown, I guess, would be number two. Yeah, because again, that's their only loss, and they did they did uh, just shut out Urbana in a low, in a low scoring pitchers duel last Friday. Um, Hunter Barnes, uh, who's who's a junior, real becoming a real standout for the Knights. Um, he's a uh, he 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 spun a shutout. So the, the the Knights, you know, much much improved from last year. Again, whatever whatever was going on last year. Again, whether they were just younger, um, you know, younger was like an in between year. Um, they seem to have figured it out, and they were kind of right back to right back to being quite good. Yeah, and their only loss is uh, to uh, Catoctin so far. Um, at Urbana, I guess, with their talent, uh, with their front line talent, Riley Smith, Keegan Johnson. Uh, uh, Darasi, uh, uh, Eli Darasi Citrone. Citrone, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, I would imagine, are number three. Yeah. And I mean, again, they've not had the greatest, you know, kind of the greatest start to the season. And Mike, Mike Fraunfelter will, you know, you they know, lost to Sherwood. The, and, Sherwood that, that's a legit loss. No shame in losing to Sherwood, you know, even though that's, that's a team they very desperately wanted to beat for the last several years. Um, uh, but yeah, they've, they've, and, the, and then they've lost to Middletown. Then they had a couple other, um, you know, I mean, they they've won the rest of their games, but they haven't been, you know, you know, until today when they beat they Mercy Worldling, or they haven't had really any super, super duper convincing wins. But um, you know, just with their front line talent, you kind of have to put them, um, kind of have to put them at three. Um, you know, yeah, the the head to head loss against Middletown, you know, bumps you down, but you know, it's I mean, they're they're still they're still an extremely dangerous and talented team. Yeah, and then you have TJ, who typically mm-hmm. starts pretty slow, but but they haven't started slow this yep. year. Um, they always finish with a flourish, um, and they, and they hope to again this year. But 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 TJ seems like that strong number four team so far. Yeah, and and the thing with TJ is again, you know, they're just very fundamentally sound at you know at everywhere. I mean, they have you know, they, they, I guess I guess if you want to call, say that if they have a star, it's probably Danny Orr, just because um, he you knows just because he's he's had a couple homers, he's leading the county. Uh, and batting average early this season over and, 500. And, and Luke Chapel, who I believe yeah. got hurt, uh, he's he's one of their very best players too. Yeah, but you know, but like outside of you know maybe uh, maybe those two and maybe uh, Jacob uh, Hanath, uh, also a good pitcher for them. You know, they don't have any any st- even I mean even those guys they're not a star on the level of like a McManus or a Keegan Johnson, right? Um, but they're all just very it's just a very well-rounded balanced team that just knows how to play baseball and that's kind of that's kind of how they go and I mean again outside of one really just totally blow up inning against Oakdale um, which you know which is what basically single-handedly gave them their only loss of the season so far. I mean, they'd be undefeated, so uh, you know, they're, yeah. they're very, very, very sound. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go four deep uh, for the purpose of yeah. this exercise. But if there was a five, if, if there was the next team, we'll go to it, number five team. It would probably probably be Oaktail yeah. again. So. Again, um, you know, I mean, they had they had an okay season last year, but they definitely seem to be in a you know slightly better slightly better spot this year. Uh, yeah, softball. Uh, Taylor Smith and mm-hmm. Catoctin uh, would seem to be front runners for the number one spot. Taylor uh, striking out just about everyone she faces. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's averaging fourteen to fifteen strikeouts a game. There's only twenty one outs uh, in, in, in a softball game to, to sort of uh, put it in perspective there. So uh, she's a great hitter too. So um, Catoctin, I would imagine number one with softball. Unfortunately, John's not here, and he's our he's our yeah. main softball guy. He's not with us this week. Normally. He will be in, and he'll be back next week. But um, but uh, Taylor Smith and Katakta number one. Yeah, though. Um, right on their heels is Walkersville, who's undefeated uh, at number two. That's that's what that's what John has, and they. they I mean, really, the yeah, thing yeah, is they're, they're playing this week. They yeah. play Thursday, so really, you know, it's kind of just like you know. Pick pick your poison right now, but we'll see what actually happens when they play. And you know, whoever wins that's your number one. Whoever loses your number two, and right. that's that. Anyway, and Walkersville has a win over Ligonor. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, how does the rest of it shake out? Because Urbana got off to a slow start. They've rebounded since. They mm-hmm. just beat Ligonor. Yeah. Uh, Ligonor has a win over an Oakdale team that was pl- that was undefeated at the time and playing really well. Uh, a convincing win. They didn't lose to Walkersville by much. It was a cl- I think it was a two to one game. Um, so these next couple teams could, I mean, they'll probably be trading places throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, right now, again, just by virtue of the head to head, Urbana's jumped up to three and Linganore's four. But like, I mean, again, you can really kind of, you know, p- p- throughout the season, pick, you know, 
pick what pick whatever order you want. It's probably going to flip around. Um, you know, again, the, I, I would say those two teams do seem. I don't want to say com- you know comfortably ahead of the rest of the pack, but there is a little bit of a gap. I think after Langenor. Um o- yeah, the number five team I would say would probably be Oakdale yeah. off to a good start, and they do have a win over TJ, uh, who would be in that mix too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so, so, Catoctin, uh, Walkersville, Urbana, Langenor, and then and then probably Oakdale uh, on the softball mm-hmm. side. We'll, we'll we'll get a clearer picture. Uh, after the uh, Catoctin-Walkersville game, and, and, and John will be here next week, and he could uh, shed a little more insight on the softball team. Uh, boys lacrosse, uh, we probably haven't done enough with boys lacrosse <laughs> um, so far this season. Um, but Urbana, with their, with their history, with their talent, I would imagine they're number one. Yeah, undefeated and kind of just blowing everybody out. Um, they just beat Middletown by 15 the other night. I mean, Middletown does seem like they're a little bit down this year, but still that's an extremely impressive win no matter how you slice it. Um, and then Lingenor is also undefeated. They're number two again. They, they meet, Those two teams meet in a couple weeks. Again, that's one of those words like that'll that'll probably decide the Spires, um, and it'll probably decide, you know, who's one, who's two for the rest of the season. Um but and right. I, mean, and I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know if they have any tournament games or whatever. But very likely, you know, they'll. There's a good chance those two teams are going to be undefeated going into, you know, that matchup, and then, you know, they may end up undefeated one loss the rest of the way, just with how things are. You know how they they seem to be kind of a cut above everybody else right now, and and then Catoctin uh, had a, had a really nice start to the season. Yeah, I mean they you know they lost to Liberty in the opener, which again no no shame losing to Liberty because they're always a power. But then they then they knocked off Middletown and they knocked off South Carroll, which is a you know kind of two two surprises there. And they've they've just, they've just kept win- they've just kept winning with a couple couple big wins over uh, FSK and I believe it was Gretty. Um, the start of the week. So what would you put? Would you put them at number three? Uh, right now, they're actually number four, um, just because uh, Tuscarora's also had a fairly impressive start to the season. So right now, they're third. Um, again, I feel like there's going to be a lot of movement, kind of at the bottom. Uh, those two teams are clearly in the mix. Oakdale's going to be in the mix. Oak and Oakdale and Tuscarora play Thursday, which I'm, you know, barring you know if the weather cooperates, I'm going to go uh, go and see, go and see that game because I think they're you know. Oak, Oakdale's probably. I think if if any one of the other teams that's in the county is gonna knock out either Tuscarora or Catoctin, it would be Oakdale because um they're just they're, they have a pretty pretty good offensive attack though. Again, they've had a you know they, they they've taken a couple losses to start the season against good teams, mind you. But right, um, yeah. So and the girls lacrosse rankings are gonna. Sh- uh... Depend a lot on matchups this week because right. Ligonor plays Middletown, and, and they, they were our two best teams last season, and and they look like the two best teams this season. Although Urbana's making a, making a strong case in girls lacrosse, uh, uh, so so far this season, um, and they the teams just haven't played e- each other a lot yet. Um, a middle Middletown, uh, they lost to a very good Manchester Valley team, mm-hmm. but 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 uh, they're maybe the second best team in Carroll County to Century Manchester Valley. Um, so, so we just don't have enough of a sample size. I, I don't think locally in girls lacrosse, but, um, in some order, depending on the results, uh, upcoming results, you got, uh, Middletown, Ligonor, Urbana, uh, and, and that fourth team could be, uh, Oakdale, uh, Oakdale probably. And then maybe Tuscarora and Frederick are, are, are a notch below uh, them. So um, I would like to say I know I know you were you were off you were um, off Tuesday, but uh, Urbana Middletown did play Tuesday, um, and uh, Urbana with a with a effectively a buzzer beater, one and a half seconds left. They won, they they won it, they won eight to seven. They beat Middletown. So, holy cow! Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, right now I'd say Urbana is is the top. I mean, again by by a whisker, you know, and then we'll see. We'll see Ling- Lingenor play Middletown Thursday, and then again Urbana and Lingenor play in a couple weeks. So, yeah, so, so yeah, all these teams know. are starting to play each other now, and and, and, and we'll get a, we'll get a right, clear, and we'll get a clearer it, idea. It, it's weird to say, but like this is almost this is almost like this this week is almost the season for Middletown because it's like it's so early, but it's like you know you're playing your two chief rivals you know, back to back and right. like the, the third week of the se- of the season. It, it, it's, so. it's, it's the regular season for them. Yeah, I mean, it's the regular they're, they're, season, they're, I should they're, say. They'll yeah. be, be a factor in the playoffs uh, as always. Right. But, um, and, and, and I mean, truthfully, there's a, they're in a, you know, you know, uh, they're, they're in a good spot, at least in, in the, in the, in the gamble division, probably to, you know, maybe, 
uh, maybe win, um, you know, win, win that again and get back to the CMC championship game. But at least for the right, you know, you know, regular season uh, superiority, um, at least in the county, this is this is really it for them. And you know, they got they 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 got stunned at the last second on Tuesday, and you know, we'll see what we'll see what Linganore has in store for them Thursday. Yeah, uh, boys, uh, boys and girls track, uh, boys track. Uh, I would say uh, TJ uh, Urbana is off to a good start in boys track, but I would say TJ is probably the top boys team. Top girls team, of course, is the Urbana girls uh, for several years running. Uh, Tennis, Urbana seems to be the cream in the crop uh, for both boys and girls. So that sort of rounds out uh, all of the spring sports. All right, power rankings are back. Uh, we'll, we'll try and update them. I don't know how much change there will be every week. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that will uh, push us away from them a little bit, and, and we'll talk about other things too. It's not just going to be an opening power ranking segment, uh, but 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 we figure that it would be good to get those going uh, this week. All right, when we come back, uh, Mike Franklin and Joey McManus at Catoctin Baseball uh, will be here. Look forward to talking to those guys. Lots of great questions uh, for Joey and Mike, so stay with us here on The Final Score. Back here on the final score, and it's my pleasure to welcome into the studio today the uh, head coach of the Catoctin baseball team, Mike Franklin, and his uh, star pitcher, one of many star pitchers. We, we, we were going down the list just a couple of minutes ago in, 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 in some of the stats, but uh, uh, Joey McManus uh, is here as well. And uh, Mike, not that you've lacked for good players over the years, but it's always helpful when a player like Joey comes through your program, right? <laughs> yes, great. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know when kids are special, and Joey's special. I mean, he's he's as good as anything I've seen. Joey's just a quality kid too. What 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 makes him special? Well, I mean, there are a lot of kids that that throw hard. You know, Joey's been up to ninety five miles an hour, uh, but he can throw four pitches for a strike anytime he wants. He's got a fastball. He's got an exploding curveball, with the, which the pros really like. Uh, he's got a slider, and he's got a changeup. And he'll throw them any time in the count. You know, yesterday we're playing, he's, he's throwing 3-2 wipeout breaking balls. Um, it's just not fair when a guy throws 95 and then can throw a 3-2 breaking pitch anytime he wants with command, with movement. You know, walk one guy yesterday in, in five innings. So, uh, yeah, he's just he's, he's just special, special talent, too. But, but it's not just on the mound. I mean, he's batting 474 for you, uh, nine hits. Uh, nine, uh, I mean, it, his, his numbers at the plate, a bunch of home runs, too. His numbers at the plate are crazy, too. I'll tell you, if you could come watch batting practice, you would say he, he better be hitting at Maryland. Maryland better make him a hitter, too. <laughs> I mean, the other day in pregame, I might have thrown him, say, 25 pitches. I bet he hit 19 over the fence. I mean, he, he's got big-time power. He's one of the best hitters that 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 you know the state has doesn't know about. It's crazy. Everybody's always talking about his pitching, but I think he's a major D one hitter too. But what separates Joey really though is man, his his work ethic is is you know this taking a, this this just didn't happen. You know since the time I've known Joey, he's he's been exceptional. But you know his 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 father, his mom, they're they're great human beings. They they've they've taken this kid for. You know, off-season pitching lessons. He's he's training. You know, down in gyms in Montgomery County, middle of the night. Like he's working out with us during the day for ninety minutes, taking a drive to Montgomery County to a personal trainer. Like the, Joey invested in himself. He bet on himself, and here he is. Joey, do you prefer hitting or pitching? Uh, definitely pitching. Why just, is that? Just because, like, what I'm known for. But I mean, hitting's also fun at sometimes. Are you are you a better hitter or pitcher though? Um. I think pitching. You, you do pitching, but yeah. as good as you are at hitting, you're a better pitcher. Yeah, yeah. I think so. How, how did you develop your 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 arm? How, how did you become so good at pitching? <laughs> um, just a lot of throwing and weightlifting. Yeah, I mean, are, do your numbers sort of? I, I know you're a modest guy. Coach Franklin tells me you're a modest guy. You're, you're very humble and you don't like to brag or talk about yourself. But 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 do your numbers surprise you? Just just what you've been able to do? Uh. Honestly, not really. Yeah. Just from all the throwing I do on the off season, how much weightlifting I do, I'm not too surprised. I mean, it's up there, but I can definitely improve. Well, what made you want to be a baseball player? I mean, I think the second day I was born, I was out on the baseball field with my brothers watching them play baseball. 
So you, I'm growing you, up around it. You were. So you, so your parents took you out there. Did you have any idea what was going on? You, 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 your, your eyes probably weren't open on the yeah. second day you were born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but 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 that put it in your blood. It, it, it got in, into your bloodstream yeah. then, right? Yeah. So, so you have older brothers, uh, yeah. and, and and they were baseball players. Uh, yeah. I mean, they played at a young age, but high school they didn't play. But right. young age, they got me into it. Right. So, so you started as, as young as you could. Do you remember your first games? Just what it was like for you to be out on the field? Just how exciting it was for you? I mean, I don't really remember last my first game because I was three years old, I think. Yeah. So, but. I bet I bet he hit a home run, right, Mike? Or <laughs> or, 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 he, or he threw a eighty mile an hour curveball, probably, right? Yeah. You, you know what's though? Joey was a, a late bloomer. I mean, he was on the Little League, the team that went to the Little League World Series there, the regional on ESPN. Yeah. Right. And correct me, Joe, but you weren't one of like the top two guys at that time, right? No. No. So so Joey just you know. He, he made himself when he got to ninth grade. He made himself into this, you know, what you see now. Right. Well, I, and I wanted to ask him about that too. I mean, you're you're a big guy. How 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 big are you? Um, six five, two thirty. Okay, so so that that helps, uh, especially when it comes to the power department, both on the mound and at the plate. But but your work ethic. I mean, this is does you don't just snap your fingers and, and become this great pitcher and this great hitter. So talk about what you do to prepare yourself to to play games. So all season, I'll throw three times a week, once a hard pin. And then every day during the all season, I was driving up to Montgomery County in Gaithersburg and seeing a personal trainer. And then on the weekends or like days I didn't go to him, I would uh, work out with Brody at any time. Uh, yeah, we're we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that because because uh, you're you're good friends with Brody Buffington, the, the track phenom. But like, how did you learn this stuff? Did Coach Franklin help you, or how, how did you learn what to do in in terms of getting yourself prepared and and what how to train and stuff like that? Well, my pitching coach always told me what to do. T.J. Hose. Okay. He always told me what to do pitching wise, and then training wise, the guy uh, in Gaithersburg, Pat Reaver, he told me what to do and. How to get explosive and everything. Yeah, I know TJ's name. He worked with like Brandon Klein, and he's he's worked with a lot of the top pitchers uh, in, in this area. Like like when did you know that uh, pitching was? You had a really ch- chance to to go somewhere uh, pitching and uh, especially pitching, but hitting too. Uh, definitely, probably freshman year. Yeah. yeah. And when did you start working with the the, the trainer and, and and TJ and stuff? Uh, TJ, I've been working with since. Third, since I was thirteen, and then my trainer, I started working with him sophomore year. Right. Did, did you did you picture yourself that you were going to become this sort of high school phenom? Um, not as big as I am now, but I knew I was also going to be decent, but not to where I am now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, w- w- what's it like when you when, when you sort of achieve the status that you've achieved? Like, <laughs> you, you have you have scouts at your game. You're, you're getting tons of attention. How, how do you deal and manage with all that? Uh, it's definitely nerve wracking, but over time, it gets kind of normal almost. Yeah. How how normal is it for you right now? Um. It, I mean, I still get a little like a little bit of jitters in me, but. It's not too bad. Would you rather not know? I mean, you need to talk to these people to some extent, but would you rather not know that a scout from Team X is is, is here and stuff like that? Uh, definitely not. Just because for the game, like the first game of the season for high school, I had to go in the closet and calm myself down like three times. But like, the second game or third game, I was completely fine. Right. So, so you do, do you get nervous before every start? Not every start, no. Just like the first. I think the first one I was really nervous, and the second one I was like, so kind of panicking, but the last start I had, I was perfectly fine, felt normal. But but even last year, were you getting nervous before starts and stuff like that? Um, be, not last year, no. Sophomore year, definitely, I was definitely getting uh, nervous. But, but but now it became more comfortable. But but now when you know you're getting all this attention and, and you have all this hype, it puts a little pressure on your shoulders. Yeah. Is, is that part of it? Because you have to perform like this great pitcher, yeah. right? Yeah, especially when the teams are chatting about it, other team. Right. So, so what, 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 what flipped this? What, what triggered you? What, with, with the scouts in attendance? What, what made you so nervous there? I was just, you know, thinking about MLB scouts being at your game at a young age. It's kind yeah. of nerve wracking. Right. But, but, but even then, now it's become more normal, and you, yeah. you, you still get a little nervous, but, but not as much. Yeah. Or okay. Um, uh, Coach Franklin, what are the odds that a little town like Thurmont, we were talking about this, produces two <laughs> outstanding? Sought after some of the best athletes in the country in, in their in their respective sports and in, in, in Brody and uh, Joey Mountain Water. 
Something in the water up there, right? Mountain water. Mountain water. Yeah. No, these, these kids are great. And, and I'll let Joey tell you more. But, they, you know, those two are very tight. They push each other to be better. Uh, we have them both in class. I teach an athletic coaching class. Both those guys are in there. And we talk about the nuances of training and coaching and all that stuff. So that, that, that part of it's fun. The pressure piece, you know, Joey's, Joey was our pitcher the, in, uh, two years ago. We won the state championship. Joey's a sophomore. He's on the mound that day. And, and same thing, like – you know, it, it, a lot of nerves. I think he had seven total innings going into that state championship appearance. He handled it. You know, it, it, it's just he's all, he's great about handling the pressure. He, it, I don't think it phases him at all. He always seems to respond positively. I mean, in, in gym class, you get to work with both Brody and Joey, so you see their per, <laughs> you see their personalities, and you, and you describe them. These 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 are kids. These are some pretty laid back kids. They they don't get rattled very easily. Uh, they can get nervous at, at times. Obviously, I'm sure I'm sure Brody feels a couple of nerves uh, b- b- before his races too. But but generally, they're laid back and they let most things roll off their back. Right? They they are. They got plenty of personality when they're with each other. They joke and poke, and they're very very loose. And I think they really help each other. But you're right. You know, I've watched. You know, I watch Joey pitch all the time, of course, and it's, I mean, who wouldn't be nervous, you know, when you go to pitch and seven or to ten radar guns go up in the air every time you throw a ball. And we, we Joey, Joey and I met, you know, in the preseason, I met with Joey's family. We had talked about stuff with the draft and, and how we wouldn't let it be a distraction. We approach it as a team. You know, Joey will tell you, we, we, we had a team meeting right before the season. It says, guys, you know, there's two ways to handle this. We, 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 we put our head in the dirt like an ostrich or, or we talk about it. You know, there's going to be guys at every single game, especially when this guy's pitching, and, and we got to handle that. And so we came up with tactics and strategies. I thought as a team it was a great day for us, and kids have really responded well. So, so, so Joey starts once a week for you? Is it, is it a pretty set schedule that he's well, on for well, you? Yeah, we have him on a, on a tight pitch schedule. We don't want to overthrow him. But, yeah, one day a week, and he's resting on that day. And, and – yeah, the scouts know when that day is. They they blow up my phone, they blow up his phone, and I, I think we had ten the first time. You know, maybe six or seven the second time, four to six last uh, yesterday. I mean, they're yeah. Uh, so far for Joey, I guess, I guess three starts, uh, thirty-two strikeouts, fifteen innings pitched, no earned runs uh, allowed yet. Is the season gone about as you expected to so far, Joey? Yeah, yeah. It, it has. So you pitched about as well as you wanted to pitch. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, talk about your relationship with Brody, because I think Coach Franklin is, is right when he says that you guys sort of help each. You guys are both sort of dealing with all this attention at the same time. I mean, is, is it nice to have a good friend to, to sort of go through this experience with you? Yeah, for sure. Someone you can talk to about that like understands everything. Yeah. How, how did you and Brody uh, connect? Uh, we started wait. We started lifting together. I think sophomore year, and ever since we've been lifting, like two to four times a week together. And then I'll go see my trainer, but we pretty much lift every single week. Yeah, I mean, and you guys often talk about just just your various uh, experiences. I would imagine yeah. uh, just just going through all this. Yeah, we talk all the time about it. Now, now he just committed to Georgia. Uh, you're you're going to Maryland. Talk talk about that decision to go to go to um, play baseball at Maryland. Uh, I committed my freshman year, and I really like the coaches. It like it almost felt like family there, and I knew a lot of kids that go there, like kids in our county. So I just knew it was an easy decision. Did you feel like you were committing too early because uh, you were only a freshman? You had your whole high school career in front of you still. Uh, I mean, you, you never know what might happen, but but or, or were you just so set on going to Maryland that, that it was an easy choice? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to answer that question. Yeah. I mean – I could have waited a little bit, but I think I made the right decision. Yeah, I mean, here, here, here you are uh, uh, a few years later, and you, and you still think you, you, you made uh, the right decision. Mm-hmm. Now, now, there could be a future decision coming because um, because the MLB draft is in July. How, how confident are you that you might uh, get drafted with, with all this attention you're getting from scouts? Uh, I mean, I have no clue. It's not my decision. I mean, right. It's what the scouts think. What what will be your criteria though? Is, is, is you don't have to tell me the dollar amount, but is it is, is it financial? Is financial number one for you when when, when you de- when you decide to go to Maryland or, or or turn pro? Is it financial? Is it the right? Is it the team? Just just, just talk about what might go into that decision for you. Um, money's definitely a factor in it, but it's also if I'm ready. Like I mean, I'm at a young age, and it's a lot living myself at 18 years old across the country. I mean, right. It's definitely a lot for me. 
Yeah, I mean Brody's going this going going through this with you, but you also had Mason Albright a couple of years ago. Uh, you, you know Mason, and he he got drafted by the Angels. Um, was was Mason sort of a mentor for you, and has he been helping you out? Uh, I haven't. I don't really talk to Mason that much, but we'll catch up every once in a while if we go play video games together, or once yeah. in a while we'll go fish together. Right. And he comes back. Right. But, but, but just seeing him uh, go through that experience, I'm sure that, that helped you uh, to some extent too, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Right. Uh, talk about Mason's so, sort of how this happened. We'll, we'll, we'll leave the dollar figure amount for him. But we were, we were talking about this earlier, and, and Mason had this figure in mind. Um, he thought he was going to go on uh, day two of the draft, and like maybe he could have been as high as maybe like a third round pick or a second or third round pick, and just just, just to talk to the to share the story that you shared with me, Mike, about Mason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just never know what goes on behind the scenes, and, and Mason's story was a peculiar one. You know, Mason had a dollar amount in mind; it was a high dollar amount to avoid going to Virginia Tech, much like Joey does with Maryland. And uh, if that if they you know hit that number, it's good. But the draft has changed so much through the years since. Since COVID, they've, re- they've reduced the amount of draft picks. So uh, pretty much you, you have to sign the kid that you draft now. There's no such thing as, as drafting somebody that you don't sign anymore. That's the biggest change. And so in Mason's case, you know, he, the, the, the team on during the, I think, late second round made a phone call to Mason and said, hey, we're going to draft you. It's and we'll be, offer you X, yeah. And we're going to offer you this much money. And Mason – and it was a big, it was a big number, and Mason said, "No, no, no, my number is this." It, it was a, it was, it was a little bit higher. It was a little yeah. bit higher, and Mason bet on himself, and and so you know, third round comes, a couple more teams call, say same thing, we're going to draft you, but this is our number, and then the you know uh, happened again in the fourth, I think, in the seventh as well, you know, and then we get done day two, day two, I think it was the first ten rounds, and we head on to day three, and Mason was sure he was going to Virginia Tech at that point. Because uh, you know they they didn't meet his number you know in the second third or fourth round. So. He, he was a little bit miffed too, right? Because because he, th- he thought he wasn't going to be drafted. Yeah. yeah, I mean here he is. You know it, we had that situation COVID. We had to make that decision in September. Poor Mason. We didn't know if we were going to have a season. So he you know go, he goes to IMG. He carves it up against the best of the best on the national stage and did everything he possibly could do and 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 you know all the indications where he was going to go really really high. Then he gets drafted and and. To his surprise, they sign him, you know, for second round money. So he ended up getting he, the he went huge. In, he, he went in the twelfth round, and, that, and that, it was like a, it was like a record for for was, for, for a twelfth round pick. All the, time the, still uh, is. Yep. Yeah. Did, 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 did he get that, that that sort of money? So I mean, and Joey has the same agent as as Mason. They, yeah. They use the same guy. So. You know, they believe in him, so we'll see what happens. It's obviously Joey's decision, but how do you, how do you counsel a player like a Mason or a Joey uh, through something like this? You know, from the time Joey was a freshman, I introduced those two, and I said, hey, you know, uh, TJ Hose, the pitching coach you keep hearing about, yeah. played, played for me, yeah. so we're all, all very, very tight. And, and I wanted to get TJ around Joey, just like, you know, around Mason, and, and, and TJ's great. I mean, he's so knowledgeable. Um, and, and, and he'll introduce Joey to these guys that'll, that are in the know with the draft. So you just want to make sure that all the right people are around your guys to make sure they're safe. And they were. And so, you know, Mason would say, hey, Joey, you know, I think you need to work with, work with you know, try working with TJ, try doing this and that. And, and Joey was, you know, awesome. And, and Mason kind of handed the baton to him, you know, and said, it, you know, Joey, it's your turn. And Joey did everything and then some that he should have been doing to get to where he is. And I, I think it's going to be great. The, the, the Maryland thing, you're gonna get me started on this now. Great. Go ahead. You know, well, it's it's Joey's first week of his freshman year. You know, yeah. he's 14 years old. Right. They gave him a timeline and said, "Hey, by by the end of the week, we need an answer." Now, North Carolina was coming. A few other big ACC he's in, schools. He's in, he's in ninth were grade. He's in ninth grade. First week of ninth grade, and he's got a timeline on him. And that's the way. And it's not Maryland's fault. This right. is an NCAA fault. And this is like we're. And had, I'm so had, fired had, up. Had, 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 had COVID started yet? Not yet, not at that time, and so I, I was so uh, uh, upset with the way that this was. So, like, so they obviously have the slot that they want to fill, and they, it was sort of on. Maryland, timer, Maryland was right? smart enough to know. Okay. Look, this is a big kid who's a prospect, and and there are other teams coming, and they put a little pressure on him to make his decision verbally. Joey committed. He ended up committing. I mean, we didn't know yet. There weren't offers yet from those other schools, but they were coming. Uh, well, let me stop you right there before you continue. Did you feel a lot of pressure to sign with Maryland? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I always loved Maryland. I mean, I'm lived here almost my whole life so I was, right i mean i thought it was the right decision but stuff a little pressure there right uh the, the the part of you say well maybe if i don't do this now there will be other opportunities in the future uh i mean yeah i thought about it but i just love maryland i mean yeah so i just 
Right. You, 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 you love the school, and and, and, you, and again, you still feel it's the right decision. Yeah. But but like yeah, but the, the decisions these kids have to face sometimes, Mike, it, it, it's crazy, right? It's a great school and a great staff, and it's going to be the right place for Joey. But and it's not Maryland's fault. None of this is Maryland's fault. They have to do this because the NCA, you know, it's the way they do it. But he had to make a decision the first week of his freshman year without being legally allowed to visit. You know, you, you have to be a junior now. This is the NCA rule adjustment three years ago for baseball. Is no um, no no official visit. So he had to do this without an official visit. You know the colleges are allowed to to pressure these kids, yet NCA steps in and says, "Well, no official visits." You know, I mean, if they really want to, you know, we're committing eighth graders now. I don't know if you've seen this, but you know, it, yeah. this is crazy. Like, make the money real. You know, NCA, make the money real. You want to offer an eighth grader, then you risk it on one of your thirteen scholarships, and you make them sign is what should be done. But. They're, they're exploiting our kids right now. Yeah, well, well, I know, and this is a huge point of emphasis uh, for you because th- these schools, these officials are not doing right by, by the kids in, in, in a lot of cases. Like Brody Buffington getting de- de- DQ'd at uh, regionals. I mean, that yeah. That was just wrong. I right, mean, there's yeah. There's no other way to say it. You guys in the press were, were, were our, you know, the best friend to bring that to attention. No, it, it, without you guys, no one would even heard about that. That was wrong. You know? Right. we got to do right by these kids. We're putting all this pressure on them, and... And uh, somebody's got to be the police for these guys and help them out. Right. Oh, what, what do you think when you watch Brody run him and, and sort of hear about what he's going through? <laughs> I mean, it's all crazy. Kind of just like came out of the blue last year. Uh, he was like the number one runner. But just watching him run is crazy. It's like 210 pounds running that fast. Is <laughs> it is. Yeah. Have you ever raced Brody before? <laughs> no. I mean, I'll mess with him and then I'll run away and then he'll catch him in like two seconds. Have you ever pitched to Brody? Has Brody ever picked up a bat against you? No. no. He is he, he not. I'll tell you a crazy story. Now, Go ahead. We have had, Joey will tell you, Brody is, uh, well, we have draft picks in our athletic coaching class. And in flag football, Joey was or, uh, the fastest kid in the state of Maryland, was picked, what, 30th out of 36 kids. Brody is not a tremendous, like, coordinated athlete. And he would tell you that. Now, we love him to death. But, but one thing, you know, one day we're thrown in the, in the cage in the fall. We're thrown in the batting cage. He says, oh, I could throw harder than McManus. You know, their best friends are, are yeah. they're getting a rise out of each other. Joey says, okay, let me see you. So no warm-up throws. This kid gets in the uh, batting cage, picks up a ball. They pick up the radar gun. He throws it. And help me, Joey, he hit. Was it 85? 85, yeah. Next one, 88. He, he's, he's 88 really, miles an hour. Never playing the game in his he, life. He's, he's a savant. He's he, a freak. Yeah, he, he is. is. Freak. I mean, he is. It's like, fun. Like, he, he's injured all the time, too. Like, <laughs> and he, and he, and he, like he was injured at state track last year and was, and was running, like, a 10-6 uh, 100-meter dash and stuff like that. So uh, do you let things roll off your back as well as Birdie? Like, whatever, you're sort of like a whatever happens, happens sort of yeah. deal, and you, and you don't uh, – don't read too much into into things. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, do you get that from Brody, or are you both sort of like that, or do you rub off on each other? Or um... Um, I mean, I've just kind of always been like that, but we kind of, I don't know, we always talk about stuff together. Right. About how things are going. Yeah, I, I mean, do you, do you think about the odds of, of, of two guys like you, from, from, from both from this little small town, um, sort of making it big like you have? Yeah, it's crazy. We talk about that almost every day. You do, yeah. yeah. Like, what are the odds, Mike? Uh, like, uh, that's like a lot. It's like two lottery tickets right there, right? You, you wouldn't think. I mean, what are the odds of the fastest kid, in, you know, maybe in the st- in the in the country, being from Thurmont, Maryland, right? And another kid throwing ninety five miles an hour, and, and, and from, maybe the best pitcher in the state. How about that? Being 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 from Thurmont, Maryland. It's just so, an yeah. awesome story. Right. It's just an awesome story, you know, for the smallest school in the county to have this kind of attention in the right way this is a good stuff right well, what do you enjoy the most about playing baseball joey uh definitely the competitiveness and it like I re- whenever i'm on the mound kids you know talking my year like the other day middletown was talking a lot about the scouts and everything and i kinda, I just love that love to love to compete yeah well, where, where do you get your competitive competitiveness from your your older brothers and stuff or um, definitely competing with them, like, when I was a younger age. Frank will tell you, they're always, they were always, like, they're, I mean, they're funny kids, but they like to whoop up on me. <laughs> right, right. So, so, so they, t- they toughened you up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, coach was telling me, uh, sometimes you're a quiet kid, but, but, but once the game starts and once you're in between those lines, you're as, you're as competitive as, as, as anyone. So, yeah. so, uh, is it, is it more of a rush getting a big strikeout or a home run or what, what gives you the bigger thrill? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, definitely a home run. Well, it depends. Like, 
last year against Clear Spring when I th- hit that home run to tie it up. I mean, that was big for me, and I was I was very hyped. But when we move on the state championship game, like when I was pitching, I mean, every strikeout, I was very hyped. Yeah, I mean, you you were only a sophomore then. What was it like being on the mound on that day? It was crazy because, I mean, I didn't pitch for, what, three weeks? Mm-hmm. And it was a funny story. I, I didn't pitch for three weeks. I was sleeping on the bus, and, what, 15 minutes before the game, you woke me up and said, you're, you're starting. <laughs> Did you think you were dreaming? <laughs> I, I was confused. <laughs> you, you were confused. So, so, so you were like, cool, uh, awesome, or uh, what, 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 was your, what was your reaction? I just said okay, and I think he just walked away. <laughs> well, t- 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 what 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 uh, what made Joey the starter that day, Coach? Well, we had a great staff, and Joey was a sophomore. You know, he was young, and the last thing I was going to do as a veteran coach was give him you know the weekend to think about it, right? So right. I purposely didn't tell him till right when we were getting off the bus. Hey, Joe, you're by the way, you're pitching the state championship game today, and here's what I know about Joey. Joey, again, he's respectful. You you see him. He's modest. He's humble. He's quiet. But, boy, when the lights are on, he's a killer. He is a killer. He will finish hitters with the best of them. Uh, he, will, he will throw any pitch in any count. He's got ice water blowing through his uh, eyes. I, I picture him with that, like, evil smile. Once, <laughs> once, once. He's, a, he's, a, he's a nice nice guy, and uh, he's your best friend. But then when that game starts, uh, he's he, Matt he, you can look at his eyes. He just locks in. Does he have two different colored eyes? His eyes, <laughs> the, his eyes are the same color, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but but he's not your only great pitcher. We we were talking about uh, uh, Peyton Castillo and oh. uh, this year, and he's he's a he's a bulldog too, right? Oh my gosh, I love that kid. I mean, I love that kid. He is as competitive as they come. And and again, both those kids played in that on that ESPN thing when they were kids, and here they are now. Again, just starting. They both got zero ERAs. They, uh, Joey's thrown three times. He's thrown three one hitters. Peyton's got a one hitter and a two hitter in his two appearances. They both got, you know, killer eyes. When they're on the mound, they lock in. They, they got another level they go to, and it's just fun. They're, they're di- as different as can be. We, they complement each other really well. Right. You got the power pitcher of this kid, right? And then you got Peyton who just – he executes pitches. He's a technician. We call him the surgeon. He makes every pitch to every spot. Uh, how much do you help Peyton, and how much does Peyton help you, Joey? Uh, we definitely try and keep our, like, each other's heads high, like when we walk a kid, you know. I'll talk to him. I'll go up and talk to him. And whenever I like walk up with kids, or he'll come up and talk to me. But. Yeah, going back to the state championship game, did your nerves sort of you you were you, you were asleep, and then coach breaks this news, and and then did your just nerves spike right there, or or were you feeling pretty confident that you that you were ready to step on the big stage there? Um, I was definitely confident. I mean. But, I mean, the game before that, I had a really rough game. So I was a little nervous, but, I mean, I was completely fine. Honestly, that was weird. Right. Who, who's the best hitter you ever faced? Do you have anyone in mind? <laughs> yeah, there's a – shoot, what's his name? A kid from Jupiter. From Florida? He was yeah. number two no, or three. Right he's number four in kid in the country. Yeah, I faced him down in Florida. He, he, he did – uh, how many times did you face him? Once? Or, I only faced him once. Uh, and, and, and he got a hit off you, or what, what happened? No, I struck him out. You struck him out. So, yeah. so how pumped were you for that moment? Uh, it was def- I was definitely pumped because it was my first game back after surgery, and I struck out the number four kid in the nation and the number 50 kid in the nation. Yeah. And those <clears> the number one team in the country. So. Right. Is, is anyone ever had your number uh, growing up or in high school or anything like that? Uh what do you mean by that? Like, well, like, uh, you, like you can't get the guy out or, or, or oh. anything like that? Mm-hmm. A- anyone just really giving you a hard time? Probably not, right, Coach? I, I yeah. Seen, I haven't seen it. No, right, yeah. Not, right. Not that enough. Right. Uh, so so what, what What are expectations uh, for, for the season, both, both for you and the team? I, I, I'm sure you'd like to be back at States. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> what, what, what sort of goals do you have in mind uh, for, for, for yourself? Uh, have, have, you, have you mapped it out, or you just go start by start and see what happens? <laughs> one of my big goals is I want to set the strikeout record for one year. What, what, what's the number? Uh, Jake Yoakum, 84. 84, and you're, you're already uh, uh, more more than a third of the way there, uh, th- uh, three starts into the season. So, yeah, so it would be, be pretty cool to see your name uh, in, in that record book, right? Yeah. So uh, w- w- what's the ceiling for this group, Mike? You guys are off to a good start. Uh, you're going to play Walkersville, I-, I guess, later this week. I guess it's scheduled for Thursday of this week. So uh, 
I mean, you had a lot of great teams. Uh, this team ranks up right up there. Or? Yeah, our chemistry is like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, they, we've had some great groups, and I love them all. And I, it's unfair to compare them, but man, this the chemistry of this group is so good. Uh, they love each other. You know, they, they they play hard for each other. Joey, you know, Joey and Peyton both. We're we're young. We're a young team. As good you know, as good as these kids are playing right now, they're young. We've got three you know seniors that start, and the rest are all. Uh, two, we start two sophomores and a freshman, and. So we're really, really young. And here's Joey. You know, we have a young catcher trying to catch a kid like Joey. And every time something doesn't go perfect, Joey puts his arm around him, you know, whispers, and he'll, he'll stop. He'll walk to the home plate and say, you got this. You know, our, our, our first baseman had a, t- a tough play the other day. Joey walks over in the middle of the game. You know, there's this imposing figure, 6'5", you know, with his arm around him saying, we, we, we got this. I got your back. We got this. And they play with confidence when, when our guys lead like that. You know, Peyton, too, he's a born leader. So I think the sky's the limit. For us, the obvious – Gorilla in the room is is what what it was last year. You know, we had an amazing season, won the conference, but everybody in our region, we, we are in the toughest region in the state of Maryland for baseball. Yeah, because the, those Washington County schools are everybody's good too, got yeah. a Division One arm, a major Division One arm. Brunswick's got the Ellison kid. Clear Spring has two D one arms. Boonesboro's got an eighty eight minor sidearm D one arm. I mean, everybody's got a guy. So it's really how you're playing the day you're playing. The regular season's great, and 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 you know it was great to win the conference last year and. And, and as we sit, we're we're in first now, but it doesn't. That's not our goal. Our goal is to win the, you know, state championship again. And so, we know it's all going to come down to, to to training for the big moment. And these guys, they're getting better and better, and better. It's twenty scrimmages to get it right till we till we get to that big game, and and we'll see how we do. And with these guys on the mound, you know. We're going to give somebody a heck of a, a heck of a shot. Do you guys scrimmage live during practice? Do your pitchers throw to your hitters? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 They, we do. Uh, we, I have them on a tight pitch count, so we don't do it too much. Once the season starts, but in the preseason, yes. Okay. Is, is Jake Bell a tough out for you, Joey, in practice? Uh, I actually made – and he'll tell you this. I made him look like a fool. You did? Him, yeah. <laughs> is that satisfying? Because Jake's bad in almost 500 so far this yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, Jake's so. a really good hitter. I mean, yeah. he's one of my best friends, actually. Yeah. And um, it was, it was it's just funny. I mean, we oh. joke around about it. What, what, what pitch did you get him on? My slider. Your, your slider. Yeah. Yeah. And, and did you, were you setting him up for it the whole time? Like you knew you were going to throw him the slider? Or, um, is... uh, I think I threw him a fastball start. And my view was kind of down like preseason. So I, I was mostly like breaking balls. But yeah, and the, the last pitch I made him fall on a slider. You made him fall over. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your fastball topping out at these days? Uh, 95. Okay. Uh, Jake Bell, we, we would be remiss if we, we, we didn't talk about him. I mean, the kid's batting almost 500 uh, uh, with, with a bunch of hits and a bunch of RBIs for you so far, Mike. Yeah, I love our young guys. We got we got uh, three start, young guys starting in the lineup, and I think they're all going to be D1 guys. Uh, Garrett Worth with a batting oh, average above 400. Garrett yeah. also, and there's another one. Just a, uh, Garrett's a heck of a player. You know, we got we got the uh, Reed kid, and we got uh, uh, Green. These guys can play. Yeah. They're, they're fun to watch. And with the older guys seasoning these young, talented kids, in our junior class, I love to death. We got we're 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 optimistic. And that's why I asked about the live scrimmaging because you guys like knock the crap out of the ball at, at the plate, but you have these great pitchers too. So I'm I'm just wondering what what gives is it, is it the pitchers or the hitting in practice? It sounds like the, it sounds like the pitchers have the have the leg up though. Early, I think in any in any match, early in the season, pitchers have the advantage. But as you get to the middle, I, we might have to put Jake against Joey again. Give him, we, might, we might need a rematch here, Joey. Well, Give Jake a fair well, chance, well, especially now though, that we're, we're talking about it here. I'm, I'm I'm sure Jake wants to step in against you uh, as soon as possible there. Uh, um, uh, Joey, um, it, might, it might be it might be a tough decision for you, but but is it a decision you you look forward to uh, with the draft or going to Maryland or turning pro or going to Maryland or um, I mean I, I I know a lot goes into it and a lot could happen until then, but but is it sort of a decision a tough decision that you look forward to making? It's definitely a tough decision. I mean I have a lot of people there at Maryland. One of them be my girlfriend. I've been dating for over three years, but you know. If I want to make, but she, she she can come visit you wherever you're yeah, playing, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if I want a future, and you know, I mean, it just has to be the right deal, and you know, I I just have to be ready for it. Right. So. Uh, do, you, do you have any idea where you might be taken? What what, what round or anything like that, or, uh, or is it a total like unknown? Like anything sort of could happen. Yeah, anything could happen right now. I have no clue. Yeah. How, how do you keep your arm healthy? Like, how do you manage your arm? Because you don't you don't you don't want to 
uh, overexert yourself and, and injure yourself, obviously. Yeah. So, so talk about the process of managing your arm. So I throw one, once a week, and then I'll take two days off. I'll do my arm care on those two days, and I'll run. And then I'll throw – I like to throw the day after that, and then the day after that I'll, I'll hard pen and then take two days off and then I'll pitch. Okay. And, and, and TJ and stuff help help you with uh, map out the, the plan and the routine and stuff, yeah. and, and Coach Franklin and stuff. Yeah. So are, are you, like, icing, like, right away uh, after a start or um... – uh, Not necessarily. I usually ice the next day. I usually go home and take an Epsom salt bath, like okay. a warm Epsom salt bath. Yeah, and... right. And I'll cut my arm and then my back. And right. I'll be all good. Yeah. Is it hard to stay? I mean, this is your dream, obviously, so maybe not. But is it hard to stay disciplined uh, and, and stick with this routine? Not really. I mean, after school and practice, I don't do much. I mean, I don't have a job. I just try and focus on baseball. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, but, but so your friends are doing other things and that might not be ideal as far as your preparation and stuff goes. They're probably eating whatever they want or doing doing whatever they want. But but you got to stick to the routine, right? I mean, actually, I mean, me and my friends, we we actually eat pretty good. The, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'm guessing a lot of your friends are athletes. So maybe yeah. it's, maybe maybe it's not an issue. Yeah, it's not so, too bad. Yeah. So. It's a lot of fun coaching these guys, huh, Mike? Yeah. That part of the game has changed so much. And you were mentioning about Brody earlier. So those guys talk. Like, you know, they're so regimented about when they lift, when they recover, how they recover, and and, and what they're eating. I mean, it's these kids got it down to a science. And the culture on our baseball team is such that they're all, you know, feeding to each other. They all do it now. They're all following each other. Maybe that's Joey being a leader. and But Brody, too, you know, they have these – they carry these massage guns with them everywhere they go. They're – they're, they're, they're getting lengthened out, you know, the day after starts. They got these plyo balls that the, Joey was kind of quick in the, what he's saying. But he goes through a, I mean, a, a very specific routine. So many plyo balls. Uh, they use the thorough bands. Uh, they use the weighted balls. I mean, man, it's a, it's, it's intense. It's, 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 it's a commitment, and they're, they're, they're pretty good. They get an X amount of protein every two hours. So yeah, those guys are really serious about their nutrition and their and their performance. Yeah, I was ta- I was talking to Parker Thomas, who's a great pit. Do you know Do you know Parker? Yeah, um, yeah. Right, I mean, right he, he 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 talks about he pitches for uh, Archbishop Spalding, and he talks about like he has to get a set sleep is like super important to him. Like he if he if he doesn't sleep at least six hours or something, he's going to be a mess for like his next start. Is, is sleep a big part of your routine as well, or? Or, uh, or no, or you you good on a couple hours? Or <laughs> I actually have trouble sleeping at night sometimes, but I usually, I can I actually play better sometimes when I don't get sleep. Yeah, it sounds bad, but I definitely need to work my sleep. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I was just curious. I mean, it's not a make or break thing, obviously, yeah. but I, I was just wondering how big like sleep. Sleep is important to it. I, I caught him sleeping in class the other day. That's why I'm laughing over here. Right, and he was sleeping on the. Well, <laughs> here's what we got to do. We we got to get him sleeping before all of this starts, and then you tell him I need you to do this, and then he's just gonna go out and do it like he did in the state championship <laughs> game. So I like power naps. <laughs> you do, and you should take him like right before you pitch, and, and that, that that seems to work. So. Uh, guys, thanks so much for coming down. I mean, it's, it's been great uh, catching up. We wish you continued success uh, uh, for the rest of the season. Always fun uh, watching you pitch. But Mike Franklin, uh, Joey McManus, uh, thanks a lot for joining us this week uh, here on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for all you do for our kids, Greg. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thanks to uh, Graham Cullen for producing the podcast, for John Cannon and Alexander Dacey uh, for, for coming on earlier talking some Frederick County sports. I think uh, we had Catoctin at the top of the baseball power ranking so far in Frederick County. Um, so uh, so, so that, that'll change week to week, but uh, there's a good chance uh, that they'll, they'll be right in that top spot. Do you guys play Urbana uh, at all this season? You, we scrimmage them early. You, you don't? No. Okay. Who, Next year we do. Who, who are the, so Middletown's got a good team. Uh, Middletown's a uh, very good yeah, team. Right, Great yeah. coach, Andy Baker. Yeah. Right. Good athletic squad. And, and, and he's one of your best friends. Yeah, right? he's a yeah. great guy. Yeah. Great right. guy. And uh, and then and you bump bumping heads with all those Washington County schools. Yeah, it is a, it is a tough region. So, yeah, yeah. Springs. So. There's a lot. All right, folks. But uh, have a great week, and we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. See you, everyone. Thanks.